Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chairman House of Barf. All right, we're getting ready to hop into it. It's approximately 9.29 a.m. Now, my alarm is set to go off right now. All right, but I do know that CNBC typically has their alarm that's about 50 seconds behind mine. Uh, currently right now, uh, CNBC is discussing lamb research. Uh, let me get my pen and pad out. It's time to start taking notes. All right, I don't know who Lamb Research is, but we'll, we'll, we can definitely take a look at them, see, um, you know, what kind of uh, what kind of possible day trade we can make with them. Um, let me make sure I get all my stuff up and out. We're going to try to have a better day today. I'm going to try. Okay, we're going to have a better day today. Um, yesterday, I felt like I had a little bit of a failure. Uh, kind of felt like I, I got too comfortable yesterday and I uh, laid down and then I dozed off and took a nap and I didn't wake up uh, till it was like 2.30 or something and um, here we go opening bell Okay, the futures look pretty good. Dow's up approximately 0.13%. S&P's up approximately 0.7%. NASDAQ is up approximately 1.3%. Uh, they're talking about Comcast right now. Comcast is beating expectations. Crazy thing about Comcast. I don't know if you've ever looked up Comcast. Uh, I have. Look at all these companies that are owned by Comcast. It's insane. Why is my voice... There's always something, right? Why is my voice not... Uh, oh, I got to update. Damn, I got to update my Google. All right, before I do that, not now. We'll do that in one second. Oh, okay. And they took away my... Okay, okay, so I'm going to get ready to do this update. Give me a second. Uh, let me, um, companies owned by Comcast. Comcast, I did not know they were this big of a company. Here, let's just go, uh, I wish that they would read it off. But here, I'll read off a few of these companies. Uh, NBC Universal, uh, if I'm correct. Is a division of Comcast, DreamWorks Animation, Charter Communications, Sky. Uh, let me see what Sky is. Sky Group Limited is a British media telecommunications conglomerate. Good Lord. They're a conglomerate by themselves. Um, if I'm correct, these are all companies uh, owned by Comcast. If I'm correct. Don't, you know, I may have wrote, written the wrong thing. Universal 
Pictures, Telemundo, NBC, uh, Comcast Business, Sony Pictures Entertainment, Time Warner Cable, Comcast Spectator, Effect TV, uh, Sky UK, the Comcast Network, Zumo, uh, Big Idea Entertainment, Chiller Films, New Era Ticket, Stream Stage Inc., Adelphi uh, Communications, Polygram Filmed Entertainment, Clue, uh, spelled C-L-O-O, Sky Sports, October Films, uh, and let me see if there's anything else that I'm missing. Um, uh, I'm not sure, but I think the Golf Channel, uh, uh, NBC Sports Regional Networks, E!, um, sci-fi, Illumination Entertainment. Uh, uh, let me see. Is that it? Is that like it's like goodness gracious. Save a little, little success for the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? So, I'll take a look at Comcast. Um, because they used to have, uh, they used to have uh, a lot of stuff around here in Maryland. Um. Let me see uh, who owns Xfinity. Uh, yeah, uh, Comcast owns Xfinity as well. Um, so yeah, that's just that's truly amazing. So we may take a look into Comcast. Uh, let me just write that down. Uh, let's get ready to take a look at some of these trades that we may have executed the last couple of days. Uh, let's see if we have anything up. Uh, just give me one second. Uh, da, 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 da. No. Goodness gracious, this stuff. All right. Uh, currently, um, okay. Currently, that uh, Foot Locker put is down approximately about six percent. Uh, but the crazy thing is, it kind of just stopped right there. Um, I mean, Foot Locker is, let me see what happened. It was, it was projected to be up this. That's why, you know, you got to love, uh, you got to love pre-market, uh, cause sometimes it doesn't follow through. Uh, it was supposed to be up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's up 0.3%. So it seemed like it just took a quick pause right there. Uh, but also there is like a 20 minute delay. Um, I could be incorrect, but I do see an inverted head and shoulders developing. Um, uh, so there's probably going to be a reversal of the downtrend. However, I also do see, uh, I know it's like, how do you see all this? I can explain it real quick if, if you could imagine. Okay. So the head and shoulders that I see kind of developing started back around July 14th, 2023, where the head and shoulders. So this is a person that's essentially, let's just say, standing up and you can see their head and shoulders. The shoulder, I would say, was around $25.40. Then it developed a head. Uh, to about $26.30. And then I'm seeing this shoulder come back down uh, to about 25 let's just say on the high end, $25.90. Uh, so that's a little bit of a head and shoulders developing right there. But I can see 
that let's take that the top of the head uh, that we just said around twenty six dollars and thirty cents, and then the bottom of that shoulder, which it said about twenty five, I guess on the high, uh, high end twenty five, uh, like ninety. Uh, that twenty five ninety is starting to be the tip of what it looks like an inverted head uh, and shoulders uh, developing, which is going to be a reversal of the downtrend. Um, and then also on another note, on a couple of these, um, on these low, on these low, uh, you know, low ends, uh, they have been. I would say, let me see. So one of the lows, uh, let's just say starting around June, 25.90, the next low, 25.60, and then the next low, 25.30, and then let's see the next low was about 25.50. So um, the lows are increasing, uh, or, you know, they're, the, low, the lows are getting lower. Now that last low was 25.50. And it does look like an inverted head and shoulders. So it's very possible that we may be looking at a reversal of uh, the downward trend. However, I still think that we still have, um, I, I think we still have a head and shoulders that's developing. And uh, uh, that inverted could be possibly temporary before another low. And the next low, if we're looking at past patterns it's probably going to be below 2550 and it should be i would say around let me say i'm just going to go down a little bit below 2550 uh mm, i don't know 2490 maybe maybe even a little bit less we could possibly see foot locker go all the way down to maybe like 18 it is frustrating because at one point it was just uh it was just at $40. So if you shorted it and you woke up on, um, or if you bought a long put or something and you woke up on May 19th, 2023, and you saw your position go from 40 to 30, you went bonkers. You went crazy. You said, Oh shit. I knew it was failing, but I didn't know it was that bad. You know, so you make that money and it probably is a good time to cover. I'm being a little bit risky, still seeing if this is going to go down any further. And I do based on past trends. That's what I'm basing it on. And I'm basing it on, um, I can't see any uh, crazy news coming out on Foot Locker. So we're going to go ahead and take it easy on the Foot Locker right now. Just let it do what it do. Uh, let's take a look to see about some other trades. All right. And again, I'm going to try to keep these trades just um, simulated for... Uh, educational purposes i truly don't want to run into a situation where um you know i could get in trouble with regulators or anything uh oh crap i think i reset all my positions yesterday um here give me just one second okay yeah it looks like i went ahead and reset all my positions yesterday i totally forgot uh so what we're gonna go ahead and do is start with a fresh uh slate and we're just going to hop into this. And uh, again, I have a bunch of ticker symbols. Uh, and I didn't really do any research yesterday uh, to figure out, you know, what was going on. To see some big losers or gainers. I uh, did look to see. I think I saw Warren Buffett say he's going to be purchasing Alphabet, Verizon, and CVS. 
somebody got in trouble yesterday for insider trading. Some multi, some British multi, I forgot his name, Joe something. Uh, so I did look at the news a little bit, not too much, but we're going to go ahead. We're going to try to get some trades in today. Uh, serious, going to try to stay focused. Uh, I did hear Boeing had a good day yesterday. Um, so yeah, we're going to try, I'm, I'm going to try to stay focused today. We're going to try to get some trades done. Uh, and I really do appreciate anybody, uh, who stopped by and it's going to kick it with me. This shit can be very boring, especially when you can't see it. Uh, and I'm seriously just keeping this as a podcast right now until I get all my, uh, all my stuff together um cameras and whatnot and then uh, people can also start you know getting some video of my trades and watch my computer and everything uh how i do these things uh so i want to thank anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man chairman about to get in this it's going to be some fun uh it's chairman how's the barf yeah 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 it was good this chairman how's the barf all right uh had to take a quick little break probably take another one in a few seconds uh Got a bunch of ticker symbols that I want to go over. I understand that I could just go ahead and go through them and then just bring them to y'all and be like, hey, look at these ticker symbols I found. However, I feel like if I do that, then that's going to take away like all the essence of Barf and all that because it's going to be like, where did he begin? Like, how did he just come across that? So, again, some of the things I'll do is like, for example, um, let me go take a look. Um, Hmm. Da, 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 da. Let me get this stuff pulled up. So somewhere I'll start is like I'll be just looking at the markets, just period, you know. And I've stated this before. One way I'll start is with the um, goodness. I just got so much stuff. Uh, with the market, um, with the market uh gainers and laggers. Uh, so I'll just take a look at that. Uh, I see some big percentage losers. Um, and I just take a look to see if there's any losers in, in there that may be, it may be beneficial to actually take a look at, uh, com you know, compared to, you know, um, how they compare in the industry, um, as well as in their sector. So that's what I've done the last couple of days and I've written over probably 50 different tickers, uh, and we're just going to hop into them. Uh, I do want to take a look at Foot Locker real quick, um, just to see if it's destroying my put or helping my put. Uh, so it was up 0.3 at the beginning, and it looks like it's up 0.2 now. So that's fantastic, considering uh, I have a long put position. Um, I'm trying to figure out what to do with this mic. Um, it's just... Uh, just just get I'm starting to try to get rid of stuff so I have like a bunch of stuff right now I'm just using this printer as my mic holder um, I just want to rearrange some stuff but so far I feel like I'm already progressing from yesterday uh, yesterday uh, when I took a break uh, as Bernie Mac would say I broke you know <laughs> um, so I was about to take a break for a second I had a couple you know some dad shit I had to do and whatnot uh had a couple things I had to do and I was this close to just sitting down and just taking a quick break before creating content and I was like this is exactly what I did yesterday and yesterday I got nothing accomplished well I don't feel like I got anything accomplished so I said get your ass up and get to creating content um so all right so we checked Foot Locker it's uh 
It, it, again, it, it opened up around $25, approximately $25.95. Uh, it was up approximately 0.3%. Uh, now it's at about $25.88, and it's up about 0.2%. So I'm going to go ahead and refresh it and kind of see just, okay, and just went back up to $25.94. Uh, now it's up 0.4, about to, looks like it's about to hit 0.5. Yeah, yeah, it hit 0.5. Now it's up. 25.96. Okay, so that long put position is getting killed, but again, we have a a we have plenty of time. We got plenty of theta. Now let's go ahead and get to these other. Um, I you know I just may have read the chart wrong. Um, just you know may may have read it wrong. Uh, let me make sure I get my pen uh, so I can take some notes. Um, and again, I know everybody's going to want to say, hey, you know, let's become millionaires. Uh, tomorrow uh, but if there's anything worth having uh, you got to be patient and you got to put in the work it's not this is not you know a YouTube video of you know how I took uh, a dollar and turned it to a million dollars in one day uh, if like you know if, if you know I, I have a special place in my heart for my trap stars uh, and it just frustrates me so much because you see it so much in the trap. That's why you see so many young bulls uh, fucking killing each other and shooting each other and, and doing too much because what they're trying to do is fake it till they make it. Uh, if they can impress um, shit, I remember not too long ago, I was at one of my favorite spots in the city. Uh, I'm not saying it's the best, but it's one of my favorites. It's called Clyde's. Um, uh, they got good wings, good service, everything for the most part. Uh, does get a little overcrowded, but as I was chilling at Clyde's, I seen all these young bulls just running up and down the streets, and and I could slightly hear what they say, and it sounded like they were about to get into a physical altercation with each other, and uh, I promise it it was it was I can't remember probably ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty. It was a bunch of little youngins running around, and with it, what I thought that they were doing, uh, so people be smart as shit. Uh, so I seen some old heads chilling like a couple blocks down. So what I do a lot of times in the city is I'll park my car and I'll just walk, you know, walking around the city is, is fun for me. Uh, it's a good experience. It's a good way for me to just relieve, you know, decompress, you know, see the city, uh, you know, see beautiful people, um, and just, just enjoy the city. Um, and then also don't got to really worry about parking. You know what I'm saying? If you, when you try to park close to somewhere, it's probably going to cost some money. I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, just different things like that. So that's what I did. I parked my car. So I seen people uh, a couple blocks away and I seen these older gentlemen chilling. They're just sitting there chilling. But these young bulls just kept running back and forth to them. And what I was thinking was, oh, that old head, he's. I could be wrong. This is just my assumption. Uh, just people watching is he's, he's getting them strapped, uh, whether it's knives, guns, whatever he's getting them right, right before this fight. So I promise you these young bulls were face to face. All right. So finally they meet up in the streets, they're face to face. I'm glad my car is two, four blocks away. I'm like, yes, my, my car is not going to be anywhere near this physical altercation. Uh, but I felt so bad for these young bulls and uh, because I know that they're being manipulated. And I know that they're they're trying to 
people please and it doesn't sound like it because it's like these people what they're from the streets what are they you know they're not trying to people please and they're not being manipulated no that's exactly what's happening these old heads they know exactly what they're doing our unks whatever you want to call them they know exactly our aunties um because they know that those young bulls ain't gonna get no time you know whatever they do they could murder somebody uh and it's going to be very hard to trial them as an adult it happens sometimes uh and it's a sad it's a sad situation um but um right as soon as this fight's about to go down i'm watching it um the police pull up and all they do is flash their lights everybody scattered i was like wow and and i'll and i hate to say this i know y'all gonna hate me for this i seen a bunch of caucasians out there chilling you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, you know these police are not going to let this go down in front of all of those Caucasians. The Caucasians, where were they chilling? I think they were chilling at Yard House. Uh, I think that's where they were chilling. That's another spot I like um, to go to sometimes. Uh, I think they were, like, having a reception or something. I can't remember. It, it looked like they just came from, like, a wedding or something. And I was like, these police ain't going to let this go down in front of all these Caucasians. You know, and, 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 and seconds later, they pull up. They just flash their lights. Everybody dispersed. Uh, and I just, I just, me personally, damn, I feel like it's up 25.99. It's up approximately point, it's 6% going on to 0.7. Um, shit, I could have made some more bread. Uh, but that's not what it's about. It's about, um, uh, um, it's about getting the experience. So again, I'm just going to kind of let that put just chill because, uh, we kind of, damn, went up to 26.01. Now it's up 0.7%. We kind of we kind of have an idea of like how traders operate. A bunch of people, you know, they probably got in uh, at a good price, twenty four dollars or something. And what they're going to do is they're going to take their gains eventually, and you know, it's going to send uh, it's going to send it back down. And that's probably when I'll hop back in and probably buy another long position or whatnot. But enough about my story time. Um, again, let me go ahead and take a quick break. And then uh, we're going to hop into these trades for real, for real. Uh, oh, but what was I bringing up? Um, I'm trying to think. What was I bringing it up uh, uh, about those young bulls? Um, uh, oh, uh, everybody wants to try to make something of themselves in a day. Everybody wants to be rich young. If it was up to me, I'd rather, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting older, but I would rather be rich young. Um, you know, but it's, it's seriously not, it's seriously not about that. In my personal opinion, what's more productive or more beneficial is building the financial literacy, building the, the, uh, the foundation. You want to make sure that there's a strong foundation because for example, if you do listen to some people on YouTube that talk about, you know, if you didn't have all your money, what would you do? They would say, I, I, I would I'd be able to make the money again. And, uh, or, or if you lost all your money, what would you do? They would say, I would make the money again. And what it comes down to is they built their foundation. They, they have a strong foundation. They have a strategy. And that's something we haven't really touched on is the difference between goals and strategies or plans and strategies. However you want to kind of look at it or goals, plans, and strategies. If we think about it, which is, so a lot of times people will say, I want to get a job that makes six figures, right? Or even me, I want to make a million dollars by tomorrow or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you have um, that, 
what a lot of people will do once they say they'll write it down in their book, they'll get a book and they'll write down all their goals. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to have a, a six figure job, uh, this year. I want to lose 50 pounds, blah, blah, blah. So, and what people will do is they'll set that goal and then they'll start, you know, start taking steps towards that goal. But when taking the steps, for example, they're trying to find a job to make six figures, they'll just apply to uh, jobs that make six figures. Um, they're sort of they're sort of getting it. It's like if I want to achieve that, you'll get there. But one, you know, I was listening to somebody talk about. I think it was Steve Harvey talk about his conversation with. Uh, I think his name is Robert Wright. So he's a um, he's a billionaire. Uh, and how scaling up helps. So you want a job that pays you six figures. But which six figures? Was it 100000 200000 300000 800000 900000 You know, just set it at, I want to get a job that pays me a million dollars a year. You know, scaling up. But also, it's also very important to start setting the the, the plan or the strategy. So, for example, you know, you want the job that pays you six figures. You know, how many applications... Um, are you going to put in a day? So you say to yourself here, I'll put in, I'll put in 50 resumes a day. Well, okay. That's cool. Well, you know, how are you going to plan out your day? And I'm not trying to ruin it for anybody. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, okay, well, if I start at 8 a.m., uh, I'll just treat it like a nine to five and I'll just make sure I put in enough, enough applications to, uh, be, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do eight to five, um, was that eight hours or whatever, and that means that I have to put in um, what's what's fifty. But I'll just do what's forty divided by that. That means I have to put in five an hour, you know, five applications an hour. So now, um, now you have a goal, and now you have a plan. You know, you're kind of like, okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna treat it like a nine to five, and now you have a strategy. Your strategy is I'm going to put in five applications an hour until I land that job, you know. Um, and what I always tell to people and even to myself, once you land that job, don't stop. Because that's what another thing that happens is once you land that six-figure job, you, you, you start working the job and you kind of leave it there. For me, myself, personally, um, I failed at that as well. I was working at my company. I was happy with the mission. I was happy with the work that we were doing. I got along with some of my colleagues, built some pretty good relationships with my colleagues. Uh, and it uh, it got me to a point where I stopped applying for other positions, other roles. I didn't start applying for roles until I almost got terminated. And I almost landed another job, but I don't know what happened with it. Um, they probably called my previous company and was like, nah, that dude, he's, nah, you don't want to fool with him. Because I didn't hear anything back. Uh, and I thought the interviews were going well, but I haven't really been interviewing lately. I kind of just been doing this, this, uh, this, uh, uh, podcasting. Um, you know, I prefer to call it, you know, conversation with my homies, but, um, the main thing is, uh, the reason I bring up trash stars, trash stars will immediately think, oh, wow, my man hooked me up with a brick or whatever. And, uh, he gave it to me for, you know, seven, five or 8,000. And, um, 
this shit ain't stepped on or anything and I can I can sell, you know, a gram for a hundred or whatever and make myself I don't know, was a hundred times like a thousand or something like that. What's that? Like a hundred thousand dollars or something? I say a hundred times a thousand. A thousand grams. Let's say you know your man just broke you off, because uh, because people will do that. They'll they'll see you. You're a little young boy. Some of them, you know, they be attracted to young boys or whatever. They're like, oh, look at you. You're a little cute little young boy. You look like Usher Raymond or whatever, or o- Odell Beckham Jr. or whatever. Um, you know, and uh, they'll say, hey, you want to come to my place? You know, smoke some weed. You know, drink some liquor. And you're like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I get to hang out with this cool, uh, this cool guy. And they'll say, hey, you know, break you off with a brick. You just bring me back, you know, $8,000. And you're like, whoa, this don't make no sense. And all of a sudden, you're like, yo, I'm going to get this shit done by tomorrow. And then you, you're you out all night. You're on the streets all night. You're in and out of random cars. And you're trying to do this to get this bread by tomorrow. And all you end up doing is what? Ending up in jail or ending up in the dirt. Um. And so that's why I'm not trying to encourage the game or anything, but I would say, okay, let's say you are going to trap, right? You say, I'm going to trap. No cap. Nobody can stop me. Okay. Okay. So what is your goal? You're just going to trap, trap, trap till you can trap, no trap to cap, no trap anymore. You're just going to trap forever. You're going to trap till you're 70, 80, 90. You're going to trap till you die. Okay. I, okay. You want to be a, you want to be a old head trapper. All right. I got it. Or you don't. So what's your goal? Your goal could just be to make a hundred thousand dollars. I'm not trying to encourage this stuff at all. It could be, I just want to make a hundred thousand dollars and I want to be able to help my mom or my dad pay some bills. And I want to hurry up and get up out of this situation and with a hundred K. I feel like I can do that. And then I'm going to turn my life over to Christ or Allah or, or Ganesh or, you know, whoever you decide, Buddha, you're going to turn your life over to, and then you're going to start over fresh, okay? Well, then that's a goal. At least you have a goal now. At least you have a goal. Because if anything, you're going to trap, and you're going to lose every single dime penny of it, and you're going to fuck up your whole life, and you're not even going to have nothing to show for it, not not even a pair of J's, you know? And you can forget that pretty girl that you're talking to right now or the handsome man or whatever you're talking to right now. You can almost guarantee when you... I, Trap stars are only as good as their drugs. It, when you're it, drug users, they don't they don't wait a single minute day for you. If you don't have your shit, your product or whatever together, you lose everything. And you can essentially look at yourself as a junkie as well. Your junk is money and flashing lights. It's a, it's a different it's a different drug. Yeah, that money and that those flashing lights, that's your drug of choice. So essentially, you're a junkie too. And anybody that you bring around you, you know, whether they talk about it or not, they're essentially junk. You're, you're dating a junk, a junkie as well, a junk fiend. Uh, their their drug of choice is your money and your flashing lights. You know, and what I mean by flashing lights, you know, you got cameras on you everywhere you go. People are always like, oh, there goes such and such. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to you gotta stay outside. You know, you can't be in the house unless you got some young bulls running around for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, um, um, 
you, so you essentially have to set a goal or, or you're going to blow it all on the clothes. You're going to blow it all on the honeys or I don't know, the brothers, whatever. Uh, and then you're going to blow it all on the trips to south of France, to Miami, uh, you know, to wherever, you know, wherever you want to go, the big island. And um, you're going to come back and you're going to end up turning this into an occupation where now you have to do it. You're and you're not getting paid for it. You're not paying taxes, so you can't buy shit. You know, so it it would be more essential to at least set a goal. I'm just gonna do this for three years and I'm out. I'm gonna just do this until I make a hundred thousand or a million dollars or whatever, and then I'm out. And then you set the plan. Okay, so what how how are you gonna get that hundred thousand dollars? So let's just go ahead and say even you know in the market. Uh, so I set my goal where I want to make possibly about, if I could, about $8,000 a month. And that comes down to about $200, $300 a day. Let me see. Uh, let's say 200 No, is it like, let's do 300 times 20 because there's typically probably about 20 trading days in a month. All right, that's 6000 So my thing, my goal is about $6,000 a month. Now, yesterday I made probably like, a few dollars, but nowhere near that. But I got lazy and took a nap and whatnot. Um, so let's say that you say I want to make a, a million dollars, right? Um, you start, I don't know, you're 16. Uh, and then you have to divide that to see, okay, so if if I want to be out by the time I'm 18, so divide that by two two years. or So let's, let's divide it by 24, 24 months, all right? So each month you're going to have to make $41,000. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you want to break that down. How many transactions is that? How many people is that? So let's say, for example, you you need to make $41,000 a month, right? We'll just say 42. You need to make $42,000 a month, right? And let's say your product is $100 a gram or whatever. So we'll divide that by 100, all right? So every day you have to have approximately 420 transactions, okay, to make that $42,000. And then now you have a goal, which is to make that million. Now you have a plan, 24 months. Now you have your strategy. I'm going to make 420 transactions. And this is when your mind really starts cooking because then you're going to have people come to you and be like, yo, can I get an onion? or something, or a zip, or whatever it's called, egg, or whatever you want to call it, and you sit there in your head, you're like, fuck, because trust me, you're not going to break everything down to a gram, it's not going to work, uh, that's something right now, where I would like to get into this dispensary game, because there's several dispensaries out here that do offer deals, you know, they'll say, hey, you can get, you know, uh, 10 grams of cannabis, or whatever, I don't know anything about this, not yet, uh, I'm still looking for employment, but they may give you deals, but there's a lot of them out here who that aren't giving out any deals. They're just doing straight 3.5s, eighths. Um, you know, and I'm like, man, man, if I hopped into the cannabis game, which I would love to, I would give people deals because that's what people want. People want, can I get, you know, a quarter for a quarter? You know, I would have that deal, quarters for a quarter. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you're not familiar, that, that, that would be like seven grams for $25. So I would have that quarter for a quarter. I would have um, other deals going on. 
And that would essentially not take out all the competition, but it would take out a lot of competition. Because that's what people want. They want quantity. They want the most bang for their buck. People want the bang for their buck. So, um, again, as far as just trying to wake up and just hustle as hard as you can and as much as you can until your feet hurt, until you're exhausted, may not be the necessary strategy. Because, again, when you hit that 420 uh, that 420 of transaction, you have to sit there and say to yourself, damn, am I going to go inside now? Or am I going to stay out here and try to do 840, 840 transactions just today? You know what I'm saying? And, and this is when, you know what I'm saying? This is when you start running into that situation where you get robbed or you have to shoot somebody or you have to go to jail or whatnot, and you're going to say to yourself on the 421st transaction, shit, I should have just took my ass in the house. I should have just went home. I should have just gave up the game. Or when you make that million dollars, you're going to be like, shit, I should have just gave up the game. I made my million dollars. I had a plan. I had a strategy. So that's what we're doing in the market as well. We're taking that same mentality. I tell people all the time, in the trap, you have the mentality. The thing is, sometimes we go for that low-hanging fruit. Uh, sometimes we're we're too close to the tree to uh, see the forest, and we need to take that mentality. And in um, the words of what Steve Steve Harvey said to uh, or Robert Wright said to him is, we got to scale up. You know, stop trying to think about making forty two thousand dollars a month. Let's think about trying to make fifty, sixty thousand dollars in a month. And then also, how do we apply the knowledge that we have that we've learned? from let's say things like the trap and apply it to something that's not going to land us in jail. That's not going to get our family hurt, you know? Um, and, and, and it's not going to have us looking over our shoulders. The world is cold enough already. Already the world's cold enough. We got so many scammers, hackers, uh, murderers, thieves, um, shit, even, I'm sorry to say, even things such as mental illness, you know what I'm saying? There's so, and, and I'm not trying to put that in the category is, you know, but, you know, I mean, there's literally people, um, you know, who will commit crimes, uh, you know, just due to mental illness. You know, not, and I'm not trying to make them sound like a criminal, but, you know, what I'm saying we got enough situations going on in the world already, already. You know what I'm saying? Um, essentially if I, and now I'm just being a jokester, uh, but essentially just think about it. If you got money, you essentially kind of look at poor people as zombies, right? I mean, you go to these neighborhoods. It's so funny to me. Like I'll go to a black neighborhood an all black neighborhood and there'll be like one, like white area, Caucasian area or whatnot, uh, or, you know, and these Caucasians will find a way to gate off their community. Like they'll move to the middle of Prince George's County. And not even just Prince George County. They'll move to the middle of, I don't know, Largo or Oxon Hill or something. And you say, oh, wow. They'll they'll get their community close to the metro or close to the highway. They make sure transportation is on lock. And then they'll build a gate around their community. And if you ever watch The Walking Dead or anything, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, it, it just makes me feel like they're like, uh, look at all those poor people out there trying to get into our communities. And then you got those few zombies that just walk past. They don't even look at nothing. They're just like, uh, you know, stumbling and whatnot. But um, I don't even know how I got on that. But uh, 
Yeah, so definitely. It's all about creating that goal, the, the, the plan and the strategy as well, and then also implementing it. Uh, they always say knowledge is not the power. Applied knowledge is power. So implement that strategy, you know, get close to that plan, achieve that goal. And then you got to ask yourself, what are you going to do? Because, um, for example, it happens in the market a lot. So let's say, for example, you start the year off and you're like, I'm going to make 30% this year. So you have, let's just say a random number, $100,000 in your account. And you say, I'm going to make 30% this year. So I'm going to make $30,000 this year. Guess what happens in January? Guess what happens in February? You made $30,000 just in those two months alone. Market went crazy. Now you got to ask yourself, what are you going to do? You know, you, you had your plan. You made a strategy. Your strategy just worked phenomenally. And now it's February and you made your 30000 You know, what are you going to do now? And the question is, are you going to go home or are you going to stay outside? And I could imagine most people are going to stay outside. But then what it means for you to do is create another strategy. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, but, yeah. So, yeah, you know, again, um, again, you know, the world is, is cold enough already. Uh, and... Um, you don't have to contribute to it at all. You're, we're all going to have our trials and tribulations just living. Even my situation, I feel like I kind of contributed to it. But some of me just says, this is just life, you know, uh, that's just going on. So And don't even have to contribute to it at all. Um, so you can find something else that you can go do, live peacefully, whether it's tattooing, whether it's interior decorating, whether it's fashion, whether it's photography, whatever it is, you know, and, and that can have you on the path of, I'm not even going to say right, I want to say righteousness, you know what I'm saying? But have you on a path where you can come home and see your son or your daughter. And look, if sometimes you got to do some gangster shit, I guess sometimes the world may cause for it, you know what I'm saying? But there's, you know, if if you can avoid it at all costs, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, um, then that I would say that'd be a goal. You can you can go home to your wife or your husband or whatever. You can go see your children. You can go see your in laws. You can go see your immediate family. You can take those trips and travel, and you can do all this from your laptop or from going to a shop. You know, do a catering service. Uh, we've got so many caterers out here right now in Maryland right now. It seems like it seems like everybody is a caterer right now. I would say everybody is either a stripper, um, a hairdresser, or a caterer. It seems like these are like the big three right now. Um, but yeah, there, there's ways that we can go about it. The main thing is um, um, taking that mentality and again, there's so many things that I think we mess up in our brains. For example, money is not good. Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying everybody believes in that, but just, I know I kind of was even raised around, you know, money. Don't even worry about it. That's not how we uh, that's not what we associate ourselves with. That's not who we are. You know, so there's so many things I feel like. So let's say, for example, you're a trap star or a stripper or a prostitute or whatever. And, you know, you got out of the game scot-free. Um, I feel like what a lot of people would do is try to enter their new world, turn their new, turn over their leaf and try to leave everything that made them who they are behind. 
you know, and it's like, no, no, use that mentality that you used while you were a stripper, while you were a prostitute or while you were, you know, uh, a pusher and use that because what you're not associating with is that you're a genius. That's where the disconnect is. That's where the, I don't know if I'm using this word correctly, the paradox. It's like you were here, then you're here, but you're not associating, you're associate, almost associating them as like two different people. Like that person is uh, Beyonce and this is Sasha Fierce. You know what I'm saying? You're almost making it two separate people. It's like, no, no Sasha Fierce, okay? Or no Beyonce. Use what you what got you there use that same mentality now all we got to do is we got to do do some adjusting okay now now we're not pushing cocaine or or whatever now we're pushing music or uh, in my case i'm pushing the stock market um up until i get to another opportunity and then i may have to adjust again uh that's something that i'm learning right now in my uh marriage is that for so many years, I think I was trying so hard to keep everything the same, you know, uh, when we were dating, you know, it was like, yo, you remember how you used to like to go to this restaurant, Louis, or you remember how you used to, uh, what was it, Bar Louis, or you remember how we used to like to uh, take our walks, or you remember how we used to laugh about these jokes, and and things were changing around me, they were revolving around me, everything was changing around me, and I'm trying so hard to just hold tight and say, wait, no, 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 why Why is this happening? Why are we going to your family's houses every year for Christmas? Why are we um, have to do everything this way? And I wasn't adjusting well. And um, uh, why do I have to get a nine to five when I was doing so well uh, trading stocks or whatnot uh, before? Um, you know, and, and, and I think it kind of hindered me a little bit. Uh, to the point I'm, I'm at where I'm at now. And now it's a lesson for me to move forward that sometimes uh, we have to readjust. Same thing in, in your portfolio. Sometimes you got to rebalance it. You had a strategy. You're like, oh, I really love this company. I really love Boeing. I really love NVIDIA. Um, damn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but it might be time. I mean, look, you're, you're up a thousand percent. You know, it's like, let's let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead and get rid of this baby. I know you love this baby. You know what I'm saying? But it may be time to go ahead and rebalance or you're down 300 percent. We may want to go ahead and start developing the exit strategy. So that's the adjusting part right there. So even if you reach your goal, right? So you want to make a million dollars in a year. You did it. You want to uh, make thirty thousand uh, dollars in the, this year. Uh and you did it in the first month. So now we have to readjust our strategy. It's not we're done. It's not, oh, well, I made my 30K. I'm done for the rest of the year. No, it's now we have to develop our either we could consider our rebalance strategy or our exit strategy. Not just getting up and just quitting. Bah, I'm done. I made my money that I need to make for the year. I'm just spending the rest of the time traveling, doing drugs and fucking. Not really. Now we have to develop your exit strategy. You reached your goal. Now we have to exit that goal that we have to exit that strategy. We have to make sure succession is a huge thing. Not saying you got to put somebody on, but even if you put somebody on succession is a huge thing when you need to move on. Succession usually means when you put other people on, like, like you're, you're almost creating a mini, a mini you, a mini me. 
know what I'm saying? You're kind of like, you let them see the way you think, the way you talk, the way you carry yourself. You're essentially cloning yourself. That too. But also um, the succession plan when you reach your goal. You reached uh, your annual goal in the first two months. Now we have to go ahead and start developing the strategy of getting out of that strategy. Not just saying, okay, I'm done. And then entering the next plan and the next strategy. So, for example, if your goal was to make 30% in one year and you did it in the first month or two. Well, now we probably, I could be wrong. We probably don't want to stay so volatile. Um, and we probably want to go ahead and just kind of coast on these, this 30% for the remainder of the year, you know, uh, and you could essentially do some rebalancing, uh, to get the portfolio to let's see if we can just, now that you made that 30% the first year, let's just see if now we can just make, you know, 20, 24% for the remainder of the rest of the year, put you into probably some, uh, low risk bonds, some U.S. treasuries or whatnot, or just let's see if we can just beat inflation for the rest of the year. Inflation is skyrocketing. If we find an investment just to beat inflation, I mean, you're at least making three, four percent. Shit, inflation keeps going up, I think, every month. You know what I'm saying? So you're at least making three, four percent a month, you know, and then that times, you know, uh, let's just say 10 months, uh, that right there. Uh, I mean, that's a little outrageous. I can't see something. Let me see. Uh, 10 times 3%. Um, yeah, well, still, that right there, uh, you know, you're still going to be bringing in some pretty good money. Uh, and you just write that out for the rest of the year, you know, uh, and then you get you start getting ready for the the upcoming year. You know, compared to making 30% in the first month or two and then saying, hey, well, why don't I just try to make another 30% next month? It's like crazy. You know, just just be glad. And if you can, just go through the rest of the year and just coast it out. All right. So main thing I'm talking about is we're not going to sit here and talk about trying to make a million dollars next next week. Um, and also, if there's anything, you know, if there's anything I could help, you know, somebody with is. You know, using your mentality to do something different, whether it's even pedicures, manicures, massaging, uh, inventing something like the, the new Internet or new AI. You know, there's there's going to be a new AI. I know it seems like AI is going to be around forever, but it won't. There's going to be an, I think that, you know, it could be quantum computing. I don't know, you know, but using that same mentality, not trying to separate, you know, what I'm saying not trying to compartmentalize, but saying, OK, back then. Again, I'm just going to use the same example. Back then, I was Sasha, you know what I'm saying. But now I'm, I'm, I'm Bay. I'm Beyonce now, okay. Uh, I'm uh, and and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna leave all those childish, whatever ways behind me. No, you got to think like blockchain or like, like quantum computing or like DNA. That shit, you, you can drop some shit. Like for example, jealousy. Or things like that. I can understand if you're like, you know, I could probably drop some of that. Um, that's, that's probably not conducive or healthy even for myself. But even the, so, my relationships around me. Um, but also just taking those things and just building. Up. I truly feel right now God is, uh, I, I think, you know, God is saying to me, you know, you know, I talk to God. Um, or at least I think I am. Uh, I, I know I am. But I think God is telling me I got to get back to my childhood. 
You know, that's when Chan, that's when you were happy. That's when you were innovative. That's when you were taking more risk. You know, this new Chan is trying to be more strategic and make very conservative decisions just so that I can pay bills and take care of my family and whatnot and have a good 401k and then retire peacefully and ride off on a white horse butt naked on Sandro Pay or something with my spouse and we just ride off into the sunset and live out our golden years. But that may not be the plan that God had for me. God may be like, Chan, stop it. All right. Get back to your childhood. Take some risk. Have some fun. Smile for once. Damn it. As a kid, you smile 400 times in a day. As an adult, you fall 400 times for the rest of your life. You know, <laughs> so get back to smiling, having fun, being innovative, not just taking the low hanging fruit, not taking the bait, you know, outsmart the person with the bait, you know, outsmart them, let them know that they're the bait, you know, um, yeah, don't be a hater, have fun, God bless, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, goodness gracious, um, yeah, and last thing again, the world's cold enough already, you don't got to contribute to it by pumping, the government already knows there's enough drug dealers out there, they know it, the there's a bunch of fiends out there, and the only way they can kind of keep things quiet is by letting those fiends uh, get their fix. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so the government already knows. They're, they're watching everything. They got probably full-blown systems uh, with cameras and everything everywhere. They know what's going on. Uh, they got what do they call it, the beat. They got, they got the police officers on the beat, you know, which is, you know, um, they got their cameras. They got their satellites. You know, there's so much going on and, and it's no need to, um, no one's calling you a punk or, or, or you're scared, go to church. Seriously, out here in this real world, I would say it's more gangster than a lot of trap shit. And not saying I've been around the trap, but this real life shit, man, look at these banks. These banks are serious gangsters. Like, just look at the uh, inflation and, and, and interest rates. Look, like... Right now, you could seriously be in the market to buy a home, but these interest rates are so damn high. And if you go get that house and not knowing it, those banks are not going to help you out and be like, hey, you know, right now, interest rates are like eight, nine percent. If you just wait a little while, you may be able to get a low, lower interest rate. And hell no. Well, if they cared about us while you got your thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars in that savings account, why is nobody reaching out to you and being like, hey, you know, you got fifty thousand dollars in a bank account. And you haven't done shit with it in three years. You know we got CDs or money market accounts or some type of uh, investment uh, that's low risk. We're not gonna we're not gonna you know throw your money away in the stock market or whatnot. And you can just bring in a little bit more chicken it monthly. Is anybody gonna call you and do that? Hell no. These people are gangsters. I'm dealing with them right now, in the midst of dealing with all my other personal shit going on. And one big thing is I would love to just get the house in my name. I would love to do that, but what's ha what's happening? Interest rates are rising tremendously. So if I, I've lost my job, if I refinance, I'm going to be in a shit position. The girl that I was with la called me last night, told me it was over. Dumb decision. So I'm going to, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, again, the world is cold enough already. You don't have to contribute to it with the, the poison and the and the fighting and the guns and the and, and 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 as humbly as possible, 
if if you break it down to the bare minimum of the reason why you're doing these things, I I could be completely wrong. Dad dad abandoned his family, hurt you like a huh, I could only imagine. How much something like that could hurt. Or mommy is fucking these guys in the in you know in the bedroom right next to my bedroom or even in the bed next to my bed these guys are are prostituting my mom and i have to sit there and protect my little brother or my little sister from watching this or big brother has been trapping since i've been a young bull our young boy and this is all i know um, it's just watching him and his boys outside doing their thing. And you just want your older brother's attention, but he keeps for some reason, finding a reason to go outside, you know? And you're just like, man, I want to impress my older brother. Cause if you got older siblings, we all know how it works. We love them to death. Our older siblings are almost more of an influence to us than our own parents. The older siblings can be like a God to you sometimes. You know, um, that girl that you love is dating a trap star, you know, and you really just want to get her affection. Uh, there's so many, and then not even to mention mental illness. There's so much, you know, so there's so many things and reasons of, if you break it down, wh- why am I doing this? Now there's other people that that's their life. Just imagine being born into a cartel family. Could you imagine that? I I can't even imagine that. I mean, that's their life. That life chose them. They don't have a choice. You know, and a lot of uh, other people, they choose the life. And I've heard this. I don't know anything about this. Gang life. Supposedly in gang life, I know nothing about gang life. Seriously. But the gang, like, chooses you. Like, you have no choice. If you're born on this side of the train tracks... This is what you're going to be, all right? And your family worked so hard to possibly get out of that situation, but this is how you were raised. This is how you grew up. You know, it was like, man, I grew up on this side of the road. I don't know, Hoover or whatever, uh, or whatever it is, 60th Street, whatever. I don't know. I'm being dead ass. I don't know. Or uh, Piru Street or something. You grew up on that street, and this is what you're going to be. Trust me, I used to see the gang sometimes. Uh, I was in, where was I? I was in Chicago, and I would visit family in Chicago. And I would just see, and I would assume that they were gang members. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a big group of them. They hung out every day. They wore the same colors. It's like, they're probably a gang. You know? <laughs> I, I didn't know for a fact. I never walked up to them and be like, hey, are y'all a gang? You know? <laughs> I left them alone. And they left me alone. They left me and my family alone. Uh, we would just be there visiting family. Um, I like Chicago. I miss Chicago. I haven't been there in probably about 13, 14 years. Um, I, I would even drive past just to see Oprah Winfrey's house. Uh, I think Michael Jordan. I think he has a house. He had a house out there. I think Mike, did Michael Jackson have a house in Chicago too? I think he had a house in Chicago and we would just be like, Hey, let's go take a look at Michael Jackson's old house or something. Um, or it could have been even their current house and maybe they just were never there. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, and essentially, again, I'm beating a dead horse, but we can take that energy 
and uh, we can send that energy somewhere else. And again, I'm not saying I'm I'm somebody new. No, I'm saying take that shit that you went through. So there's this story real quick, and then I'm going to really stop talking and get into this market. It's, uh, I can't remember. It's a book. I think his name may be Reggie Bullock. Uh, I can't remember. Let me see. Uh, but there's so many of these stories. Um, uh, I can't remember. Uh, don't quote me. Uh, not Reggie Bullock, the basketball player. Uh, I think he went to university in North Carolina. Not him. It's another Reggie Bullock. I can't remember his name. But essentially, it's the same story, different. But him and a brother, you know what I'm saying? Or don't quote me. I may not have this. I may be mixing up different stories. Him and a brother grew up in the same house. Uh, drunk father, drunk mom, in and out of jail. Um, one of One of the brothers become a police officer. One of the brothers becomes an inmate. An interviewer comes in and they find out about this story of the family and they go to the police officer and they say, hey, so, you know, one of, one of the interview questions is, what made you become a police officer? And they'll say, I grew up in an abusive house. My dad used to abuse my mom. My parents were both drunk, drug addicts or substance abusers. Uh, and that's kind of what made me become a police officer or whatnot. And they could go on and on about their story. So then... Um, the interviewer finds out that they have a brother in jail and they go to the brother in jail. And uh, even the police officer says, I didn't have a choice. Like the police officer being a police officer chose me. Right. I didn't have a choice. Right. So uh, due to my circumstances. So then the interviewer goes to talk to the, the brother who's an inmate and says, Hey, how, you know, I, I see that, you know, your brother's a police officer or whatnot. You know, how did you end up in jail? You know, and the brother, you know, I didn't choose jail, jail chose me. And he's like, how did jail choose you? Well, my daddy was an abuser. Um, my, both my parents were substance substance abusers. Uh, my daddy, you know, left home or my mom left home or abandoned us and whatnot. So this is kind of how I ended up in the situation. So essentially, you know what I'm saying? Like the energy, you know, the, whatever happens in your life is not to be dismissed or just thrown away. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we're saying. But there is a choice of whether you're going to be happy or sad. Uh, the situation is sad and whatnot. But you can say to yourself, as I have to say to myself all the time, I'm not going to be angry or bitter. You know um, why um, divorced women don't get their pussy eaten anymore? That shit tastes too bitter. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to um I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to go through this situation and I'm going to continue to move forward. You know, and uh and I'm not going to I'm not going to be toxic and bring people down with me. You know why you never help a man uh get out of a sewer? Cuz they're just going to pull you down there with them. All right, that's 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 not good either. Don't say that one. That's not good. Um so if you see a man <laughs> climbing out of the gutter, Kick them down. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just joking. Stay away. Just stay away. But um. But yeah, yeah. So you know, we could just take that energy and and channel that energy in in what I would consider to be binary, uh, in a more positive direction. Uh, and what I mean by positive, a direction that one makes you happy. Makes you have one. If you're listening to House of Barf, no offense, you're probably a nerd in the first place. 
I mean, I'm not trying to be rude. You're probably, maybe you're a nerd, maybe you're not a nerd. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Maybe I got some, you know, some serious gangsters that are trying to do some. But if you listen, like, so essentially, like, you can channel that energy in another direction to take you to a place that makes you more happy or happier or whatever um, in, in yourself internally. And then even the outside factors. Now you can contribute to society. Now you can be an active member of your community. Now you can change some of those things that hurt you as a kid growing up or as a child growing up or as an adult, you know. Um, and now the main thing is you don't have to look over your shoulder. You have to look over your shoulder. That's why all, we, all these ring cameras, that's why the, the ring company, shit, is the ring company public? I need to look into that. But that's why the ring company is so damn big. Everybody got a fucking ring on their doorbell. Everybody. You're almost dumb if you don't have one because you're going to close the gate once the horse is gone. You know, uh, you're going to have somebody who realizes that you don't have a ring up. Shit. Even if you don't have the ring set up, just put it out there. That's called a deterrent. You know, that'll make somebody be like, I ain't fucking with them. They got the ring. Now, that's why the head coach of fucking Boston was so fucking stupid. He was fucking cheating in front of the ring. I mean, like, I, not having literally sex in front of the ring. But, I mean, like, I think he was walking with his bae, like, walking up to the house in front. Like, you dummy. Come on. Right in front of the ring. I think that's how they got caught. I think the neighbor was like, or somebody was like, yeah, just check on my ring. You could see them walking in the house together. I don't know if they were smiling, holding hands or whatnot. But it was like, yo, you're, you're lunching, buddy. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to encourage cheating at all, at all. But I'm like, you can't do wrong right. You know, it's like, no, I'm kidding. All right. So I've been babbling, chabbling, tabbling for the last 50 minutes. Gosh darn. I haven't even touched no barf. Um, but again, um, take that energy. Let's channel it in the right direction. Not the right as in right, wrong. Not trying to be binary. But what's conducive and healthy for you, your community, your society, uh, for your family. Uh, it is there's if anybody asks me, what is your absolute favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do. And sometimes I'm a little hesitant to express this because I don't want. But favorite thing to do is to be sitting next to my wife watching TV with my children. It's probably my favorite thing to do after all the partying and playing basketball with the fellas. That's like probably my second favorite thing to do is playing basketball and hanging out with my buddies, my, my fellas, even though I cuss them all out. And we're not friends right now. We're not friends probably anymore. Um, I, I need some time by myself. Uh, I just seen uh, an anniversary gift in the trash. Damn it. Damn it. That's how you know she ain't playing no more. This is a gift. Wow. These are some gifts we got. Wow. Damn. This is some birthday gifts, and these are some anniversary gifts, and this is just in the trash. Luckily, it didn't get too messed up. I'm I'm gonna keep those. Wow, that's that's hurtful. That's painful. Man, people can be so mean. Um, but yeah, channeling that energy, and the world's cold enough already. You don't gotta add to it. Thank y'all. Thank God. I appreciate all y'all. We're going to get ready to hop into what I consider the bum rush. Um, I'm going to write that name down because I think that's what I'm going to call 
the 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 next podcast. Uh, again, we have Barf where Chairman decides to educate or whatever. I don't know. I don't want to call it educate or teach or preach or whatever. Sorry if that's what I'm doing because that's not what I'm trying to do. But then I want to talk about the bum rush where we just talk about the market strictly and it. We're going to try to go fast paced, not breaking down terms or whatever, just moving forward. As you can see, I can get distracted very easily. So thank you all so much uh, to anybody and everybody who decided they want to take time out of their wonderful day to come kick it with your mans. I appreciate it. God bless. I love you. I hope you love me back. This is Chan Man, House of Barf.